Hey everyone, uh, this is Sky Fingelson and Roxanne Kirby and we are the DL Design Duo. We have decided to bring you a little bit of excitement from behind the scenes and um, we're starting this new podcast so we're super excited to have you guys here and to experience this and here we go. So I guess we're just going to kind of start off with our initial story here. So um, I'm going to start. My name is Sky Fingelson. I am originally from Valley City, North Dakota, North Dakota girl, and moved to Detroit Lakes in 2003. So I've actually lived here now longer than I've lived there, which is kind of crazy to say. But growing up, I knew I wanted to be an interior designer in a sales professional. Um, my dream was to wear business suits. I wanted the high heels, the whole shipping. Um, and so after my two years of college, I went into, um, was going to go for actually a couple more years for interior design, but ended up doing my internship at a local flooring store. I kind of had the best of both worlds. Training opportunity. Yep, and moved right into that full-time job at the age of 19, and I guess I never really left the industry. It's really funny too whenever we first met um, because we both started in the interior design selections side of things within the industry and we worked at tile stores for multiple years. But um, my name is Roxanne Kirby. Um, I'm partners with Sky at Design to Sell and Allure. And I have a pretty uh, interesting story. I'm originally from Charleston, South Carolina, and uh, I came here to visit in July, um, which now it's November and the it feels like months such of the year a lie. I came here and I thought, you know, it's gonna be great. It snows. It's okay. You know, not a big deal. Um, but I've learned very quickly that uh, it's it's brutal here in the winters. Anywho, um, came here, decided, you know, like it was a lot more affordable than where I was. I mean, it was a huge city. It was like completely overpopulated, and I already had an established career within the industry. And I thought, you know, as an interior designer, I could pretty much go anywhere and be fine. So. Um, ended up moving here three months later and uh, I actually had not a whole lot for um, job um, opportunities when I first moved here so I was kind of like going door to door and figuring out this guy's gonna yeah, yeah. talk about oh, what yeah. happened there. Uh, <laughs> I actually yeah. went to Menards uh, <laughs> and I feel like looking no, no, back no. now. The actual story goes like this. So all of a sudden I'm sitting at my desk and and uh, she walks through the door and another one of my sales gals comes back and she says, Sky, there's somebody here to see you. And I'm like, they're, they're, she goes, they're looking for a job. And I was like, oh, like I had just kind of no, no intention of hiring anybody else at the moment. But I went out there and um, here stands a beautiful Roxanne and this, with this incredible resume, I must say, actually very detailed because that's how Roxanne is. She's very detailed, oh, overly you. detailed sometimes, but, um, but anyways, uh, I took her resume, like I said, wasn't really looking and then um, went back to my desk and about a few minutes later, that same sales gal comes in and she goes, you know, Sky stuff like this doesn't just happen. Here she is from Charleston, South Carolina with experience. And I was like, oh, she's right, shoot, she's right. So I called Roxanne and she was kind of playing hard to get. And this is where the Menards story comes in because you know, there's nothing wrong with Menards, but um, she goes, yeah, well, I am actually interviewing with Menards too. <laughs> like, I'm not to get. And I, I literally almost, I tried not to bust out laughing, but I was like, 
like try not to, but um, I was like, oh honey, you are way better than than that. Your potential is way higher than that. So I appreciate you for recognizing that because uh, looking back on it now, you know, I, I think that you obviously gave me an incredible opportunity and there's been so much growth within the past two years within the company and then me personally as a designer too. And I think a huge, huge part of that was me walking in. I was playing hard to get, yeah. But um, at the same time, you know, you gotta kind of like make your way and make people understand, you know, like maybe it's not the only opportunity you have. Um, but when I first walked in, it was essentially, you know, design to sell showroom is incredibly spectacular. You walk in and it gives you just this unbelievable sense of like comfort and style. And it's just really, really cool. So Super cozy. I told Roxanne this morning I could just live here. Yeah. If I didn't have kids and a husband, I probably would. <laughs> I wanted a couch in my office just so I could sleep on my couch and sleep here, but realize it's probably not the best decision for her no. uh, marriage and family no. and everything else because exactly. she probably would. I would. Um, so anyways, um, she called me, I want to say like the, the same day within a couple hours of being inside of the studio and I was pretty much like flabbergasted at this point. Because I knew that that other sales gal was right. Oh, but um, oh, I love you too. I love you. <laughs> so I... Uh, Got a call, she set up an interview with me, and um, shortly thereafter, she called me back and emailed me. <laughs> and she, she was like, well, actually, rather than coming in like on Monday or something, uh, she was like, actually, can you come in on Thursday or Friday? And, and I was like, dang, she really wants me. <laughs> um, so I did, we interviewed in person once, and the first thing she did, I was wearing an orange shirt and like this fur vest, and she was like, wow, I really love your outfit. And I was like, I still remember that outfit. I still remember that outfit. Yeah. Um, because it was in impressionable. Yeah. It was, there's a thing about dressing for success, and first impressions are everything, and I truly believe that, and I think that Roxanne was just that whole overall package, in all oh honesty. Oh my gosh, here's our love story, guys. Um, <laughs> but yeah, I mean, honestly, it was it was just meant to be. I mean, everything lined up perfectly. Um, the Menards interview that I had kind of got delayed and delayed, and I was just like, you know what, why am I gonna wait around for a job where I'm probably going to be you know, pigeonholed into one specific aspect of design. And I think what's so great and what I love about taking the opportunity here is that we have so much growth. We have so much opportunity to do all these different types of design projects. I mean, we do residential, we've done commercial, we do new construction. It's just, you walk in every single day and you could be doing something completely different. And that's just one of the things I absolutely love about expanding within the design industry. And now we've got furniture and lighting, which actually just facilitates what we already do. And it's just really, really cool. I thought that the, the whole thing for me was um, the fact that Roxanne came from Charleston, South Carolina. So she had the knowledge of, you know, what it was like down there. Big city, big city. Life. And then combining like what we have up here. So when I picture like Detroit lakes, I mean, when people do lake homes and stuff around here, they go one direction or another. It's like, they're either going, log home style rustic cabin, cabin or yeah. they're going like beach vibe yeah, uh, coastal. coastal you know mm -hmm. it's like one or the other generally and so with the two of our combined experience and um you know design inspiration it was really cool to just work together and come up with these really amazing plans of yeah 
action. It's almost like the yin and yang, you know? It's like I have the East Coast, the coastal vibes and everything. And to say, you know, to be completely frank, like that's mainly what all the design down there is. I mean, we see Cape Cod, Cape Cod style, we see a lot of craftsman style, but then moving here, it was like a completely different world. And, you know, we get people who like what I'm used to, but also learning the different types of style and kind of conforming to what people like around this area is very, very different than what I'm used to. And it's just so cool because Sky is so incredibly talented and she's got, you know, so many different things in her back pocket that she just has stored in her brain that she wants to do. And then this customer comes along and she just pulls it out and it's just like, she she knew exactly what she wanted to do and it just works out perfectly. And I think again, like the yin and yang of our relationship is that we can kind of balance each other out and bring different aspects to the design and overall experience for customers where it's not just what you're used to, you know? Hence the name, the DL Design Duo. Um, we truly do double team most of our projects. Yeah. Um, and so we always tell our clients when we're coming up to their home, you know, you're not just getting one designer, you're, you're getting two. Yeah. Um, we always bring two people out to the homes to um, do the consultations. And then the nice part about that too is that you can run ideas off of each other when you're out oh, there. Oh, completely. Or when yeah. you get back to the office and, and even though we take pictures and so forth, but um, everybody's brains work so differently. So when you can put two brains together to come up with the best design possibilities, you get the best outcome. Absolutely. I think a huge part of also working here is that there's just this infectious energy that everybody has. Everybody here has a passion for what they do and it makes you a better designer working around people who are also really, really amped up about doing what they do. Exactly. I feel like, I mean, honestly, I don't know how we got so blessed to have such an incredible staff here Completely. at Design to Sell. Um, but it is quite incredible, literally, um, the passion and the energy around here. It's just always so positive, so fun. And when you love what you do, it's so easy to portray Super that easy. to your clients and come across through your work. And make people inspired to go the extra mile within the design that you're proposing to them too. I mean, like our jobs as designers is to help people think outside of the box. And I think a great part of the overall projects that we can show you from our past is that we're still growing. We're still getting uh, inspiration. We go to Vegas market and we're constantly like sharing pictures at night in bed with each other. Like, oh my gosh, look at this, constantly. you know? And it's I just, think I spend most of my night just going through design stuff and coming up with new ideas yeah, and sharing absolutely. it with the group. and Kind of an obsession, actually. I think that honestly, <laughs> the thing that inspires me most in design, which is one of the main questions I get is, um, what inspires you in design? And mm. I honestly would, contribute that to my clients because yeah. every client that walks through our door has a different style. Every home that we go into has a different style, has a different look. And these clients, they all have different visions. And so when they bring those to you and maybe it was something that you hadn't even thought about, but that you can build upon, mm -hmm. that's inspiring to me. I can look at a picture and be inspired, but truly I think that the clients, what they bring in and what they bring to the table with their ideas and then building off of that is what really inspires me. Yeah. I think a huge part of that to add to it too is that Di Detroit Lakes is such a diverse place. I mean, like it's a small town, but let's be honest. I mean, a lot of people, you know, our population triples whenever summer comes around and there's people from Arizona, there's people from California, there's people from all over. And I think having that worldly perspective on design just by our clients bringing things to the table that are different for the area is really cool it's to work so with. cool i mean yeah. modern rustic i mean we work with every type of style and 
I love the fact that I feel that we are so well at conforming to those different styles when they walk through the door and maybe just putting our own little twist on them too. Yeah. And also I think a huge part of what we do as designers too is like we want people to feel like they're walking into a customized space that is tailored specifically to what they want their space to feel like. Um, I feel like we give like, I want to walk away from every project knowing 100% in my mind that I did the very best that we could do yeah. and that, you know, we want the clients to love the space, obviously, and, and we never walk away from a project feeling defeated or that we didn't do a good enough job than what we should have. I feel yeah. like we 100% put all that we have into every project to yeah. make And that. loving what you do, I mean, that's just something that's the drive that keeps you going, you know? It's like at night when you're working on a project and you're doing a mood board for hours on end and then you're not quite completely there and you feel like there's something missing, your mind doesn't stop going. No, I mean, it's something it you just keep on thinking about and it's just it's a drive and it's it's something that you love doing so Absolutely. it doesn't feel like it's and then again it's just it. having that backup of incredible team that you can run that mood board binds what's wrong with this you know what am i missing i know i'm missing something i know something in this mood board is not right and perfecting it because there's so much thought that goes into a mood board it's just unbelievable i mean like Rob really said, you can spend hours on a mood board mm -hmm. um because you're thinking about textures and contrast and colors and sheen and size and scale and layout and I mean there's so much thinking and the thought process from every little pillow that goes in there to every texture to a blanket throw to a rug, um, the patterns, yeah. so much detail that goes into a mood board than what people probably realize. Yeah. A, co a cool thing too is just like having different experiences with um, new vendors and things like that and like going out to market which is just something that for Sky and myself was completely inspiring and just kind of like lit the fire underneath us again. We didn't really know what to expect when we went there but then once we got there you know it had been our first time at market so once we got there it was so very eye-opening eye all the incredible vendors and floors and buildings of home decor vendors furniture lighting i mean a lot of ground to cover we didn't really know what the heck we were doing but we figured it out by the time we left and came back it really was it was um looking forward to going to high point next year that's gonna be furniture market that's a Probably, what is that, like the largest market? The, the largest in, uh, yeah, yeah, we're going to have to have a solid plan when we go there. But um, coming back from Vegas market, we, we literally felt so inspired, but we were just kind of like, how can we bring this back to Detroit Lakes? Um, it gave us a whole new vision and little pep in our step, I'd say. Exactly. Oh, for sure. Yeah, because we got back from market in January and we started the concept or the idea of Allure in April. In April. And from start to finish, I think it was five months. Five months. Finish. Five months, which felt like longer. But then when we actually did the math, we were like, holy cow, we just came up with the idea in April and had this place open in October, which was pretty incredible because we spent hours on mood boards for allure i mean the designing time 
and the lighting plan. Holy cow, you guys, the lighting plan with all the lights that we have up in the ceiling and figuring out where those were going to go and how they were going to lay out and how we were going to power them all. Mm, light bulbs were like, oh my gosh, oh crap, we need some light bulbs, like serious amount of light bulbs. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah, like what What are the styles? A, B. Oh, yeah, for sure. Don't you know? <laughs> no, but in all reality, um, speaking of light bulbs, um, I've always been a fan of the soft white light bulbs. Oh, completely. I think um, that's something that people overlook a lot of times and just the amount of lighting in general. Um, but soft white is more of a comfortable white. It is. A more it's kind of a little bit more of that yellow light, but not too yellow. Yeah, it feels warm. Like it's like a cozy, like you're gonna put that in your your table lamp, mm-hmm. kind of a light. And I feel like the the white lights, like you see in like uh, commercial settings, like a Walmart or uh, you know. Like you go into a Walmart yeah, your eyes are like blinding. Yeah, so there's soft white and there's daylight, and uh, and we definitely prefer the soft white on that. But lighting's everything. Lighting is uh, definitely everything in design, and and it really, truly, even with paint colors, it affects the way paint colors look. Um, the ambiance, the overall ambiance, I think, is one thing that uh, we really try to achieve in any design we're working with is making sure that that space has the proper lighting, which, in my opinion, can make or break a space completely. Dimmer switches too. Oh, for sure. Like, I mean, you think about all the different applications, um, and I know we're getting a little off track of what we started with here, but like the under cabinet lighting and kitchens and toe kick lighting is one of my favorites, honestly, because you turn that toe kick lighting on. Like I personally love having that ambiance at night. It's like my nightlight at home. I turn my toe kick lighting on in the kitchen. That way, if anybody needs to go out in the middle of the night to get a drink or even in a bathroom vanity, you don't have to flick on that overhead light and wake everybody else up and just a little comfort knowing that you just have a little cozy light going yeah yeah yep and then uh I think that the you know drop down pendant lights and accent lights and all that are just so impactful in a space in a kitchen or above a dining room table um in a bedroom so many different versions Mm -hmm. and we have all those available at Allure it's just so cool to see you walk in there and the all the way down Allure we've got light fixtures and it's almost like you know you walk into a lighting store and you're looking around it's just like you're in like a magical wonderland that's how you feel when you're at allure it's so cool it's awesome and i think um just kind of seeing that plan come to fruition and actually executed in the short amount of time that it was you know and walking in there and seeing everything planning wise come together was just spectacular i mean it was so rewarding so rewarding 
like Allure does, and I think that that's something that kind of amplifies the ability to bring people into our vision whenever it comes to conceptual mood boards and kind of suggesting things now. It's like people can walk in and sense it and feel it for themselves and see, touch, feel, you know. Exactly. Like so many people are so visual. Absolutely. You know, we, we run into that. That's another uh, concern that a lot of our clients have is most of them say, I'm so visual, you know, I need to see that. Um, it is hard to order things like that online because, you know, um, lighting especially is always one of the trickiest things, I think. Even as a designer, it's like lighting is one of those things that is hard to pick out. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you want to make sure it's to scale for the space. I mean, that's like super important. And, you know, even with with wall art, too, you got to if you got a huge wall and tall ceilings, you need some big pieces versus a bunch of small pieces. You know, you want it to be more impactful and fit the space. And I think that's another commonly um, common issue that we see a lot when we go into homes is, you know, maybe they've got proportions are off a lot. Um, even yeah, totally furniture, um, you know, so that's stuff that we all definitely help with too and know all the regulations and sizing and space layout and space planning. And I guess that's probably one of my favorite parts of the job, honestly, is walking in, seeing the red flags. And when you get, you, when you're in your home though, I'm, and this is even for myself too, is you get so used to your surroundings that you don't really, unless you have an outsider view come in there into your space. It's hard to realize what you're missing. Mm, yeah, you don't know. You get used to your surroundings, you know, and um, having that fresh view come into your home to make the improvements, you're just going to love it even more. Yeah, the outside perspective, for sure, and especially having more than one designer at a time. I mean, like, we'll bounce ideas off of one another on every job that we work on and collectively come up with the best ideas and the best plan, and then when we present it, it's kind of like really cool to see people's reactions Totally. Yeah. No, it's super inspiring. And I think that, um, you know, we all get stuck in the groove of everyday living and, you know, it's really important to just love how you live. And that's our slogan here at Design to Sell is love how you live because we spend so much time in our homes. It's really the hub of our entire family is, you know, you, you have family gatherings and friends that gather there and you really should love how you live. I think that that is super important for your space. It's an investment in your home and in your lifestyle. Absolutely. I mean, and just to say, like, for my personal experience, and you can speak on yours, um, I purchased a house right here in DL, and when I walked in, and coming from South Carolina, you know, I had more like the bungalow, boho vibes, and it's my first house, and I wanted it to feel more like my own. So everything was really dark wood. I had dark cabinets, dark trim. My floors were the same color, you know, and just improvements that kind of added different layers of texture. I added different lighting. Things that make you happy. No, she loves this space. And that's just it too. You know, we bought a uh, 1970, what is it? A 1970, I believe, home Rambler. And knowing that, you know, we wanted to do some renovations and so forth. It was in a great location that we love. And 
we were willing to do those renovations to make it our own. And I think that's important is you want to make it your own. You want to love the space that you are living in. You want to enjoy it. You want to be happy when you come home. You want it to speak to you because it really does affect your mood, your overall mentality and your mood more than people ever realize, even in commercial settings. You know, yes, yes. And your employees, too. I mean, it, it affects the way they work, believe it or not. Um, it's There's been many studies done on that, too, where people are going to perform better in a space that they enjoy being in. And if they're there for eight hours a day, 365 days a year, they're going to, you know, give your employees something to be joyful about when they come to work every day. Mm-hmm. Part of the setting the ambiance and making it feel more comfortable and inviting for people is the fact that you can easily swap out a light fixture and make it feel a little bit more warm and cozy and give a little bit of a more comfortable environment for people when they walk yep. in. And not only that, but you get people that are coming into your office and your clients. And again, it's that first impression. To me, it's this first impression is everything. So what kind of what kind of environment are you giving to your staff members, yourself and your clients when they're walking through that door? I think that's something that not enough people honestly think about. Mm-hmm. I think, you know, they think this is work. It doesn't have to be fancy, but, um, and it doesn't have to be fancy, but, you know, making it a, a comfortable environment does definitely improve the situation. I think also, too, if you talk about design and in the workplace, in your home, you know, it's all about, like, that mental stimulation, too, mm-hmm. Give us a call and schedule that consultation. And whether you just run with the ideas we give you at the consultation or you want us to go further, we can go as far as you want us to go. Yeah, we like when people give us inspirational pictures. Well, totally. And then you also get, you know, couples that come in, a husband and a wife, and he wants something and she wants something else. And we almost act like counselors in a lot of way. I've, I've honestly been in the middle of some situations where I'm like, okay, I'm a little uncomfortable. They'll be arguing over what kind of flooring and one of them's not happy. And the other one is usually the wife wins. hate to say it, but um, yeah, yeah. Listening to both of their needs yeah. and wants yeah. and then and then trying to, that's our job, combine them and make it so that they can agree on something. I've actually had a, quite a few clients say, hey, thank you so much. Like, I we wouldn't have been able to do this on our own. Yeah. Um, we would have never agreed upon something and you made it easy to just combine everything and, um, and make us so, you know, we could be neutral and on the same plate, yeah. you know. Yeah. yeah. Too, you know, 
something right. that you can take full, full force of and, you know, help you with the questions and all of that. But essentially, after you make all your decisions and you know where the pricing sits, we handle everything else. So you know, it really does make it so much easier. Um, it's just one of the most stressful things that couples can go through is a renovation. That's, that's, yeah. How do we stay married through this renovation? Um, but you know, especially when you're living there, it's so hard and, and it is hard. And I have empathy for my clients because when we bought this 1970 Rambler, I'm telling you guys about is, uh, we lived in our master bedroom for probably about six months while we renovated the whole great room area. I had a cardboard table like the one we're sitting at right now set up with a microwave and a toaster on it and two little kids, you guys, um, two little kids. We watched TV in the bedroom. We hung out in the bedroom and, um, luckily they were small enough to not really know what was going on, but, um, it was a challenging time. And I thought, you know what, this is so good for me because I can have great empathy for my clients when they're going through this now. Honestly, I think like even replacing carpet is so hard because you have to empty like everything everything's yeah. got to go out. You can't just move it really from one side of the room to the other. No. The bottom row of your closet's got to come out. I mean, it's like a whole process. It is. But I feel like also, you know, laying out for people all the details of what's required to actually do the work, it's like eye-opening for people too. It like is. Having experience to say, okay, like this is what we got to do. This is what we expect you guys to do. This is what we're going to take care of. And just kind of laying out on the line like how yep. Like walking everybody through it because, you know, a lot of the question is like, yeah, Roxanne said, where do, where do we start? And I think that's, that's a fantastic question because we can definitely walk you through that and make it as easy for you and painless as possible. And a lot of people too, they don't know, you know, various trades in the area, especially if they're not from here. So us having that knowledge and having the, the trades to line up exactly of everybody that we trust. They're also great. They're also trustworthy. Um, and so sending them in there and getting the project done and and then the client doesn't have to worry about who's coming in next and so forth or when they need to call them. It's that sequence of events is, yeah. is really tricky to figure out who goes in what, when you're talking, even a bathroom renovation. I think those are probably besides a kitchen, maybe yeah. the toughest renovations to make it through. The thing is there's so much to it. Mm-hmm. I think that people don't really see and talking about things behind the scenes. I mean, you can go more in depth on that kind of stuff eventually too, but the great part about the coordination is that we provide a schedule and we kind of lay out how the sequence of events takes place and give you a timeline and what to expect and who's coming to your house and what you got to prepare for. Oh, let's get a lockbox on the door so you don't have to worry about it. Or exactly. if you want to be there, if you are available to be at the house, you probably can, but you don't need to be, you know? Yeah. Yep. And, and you don't have to worry about it. Yeah. That's the best part, honestly. That's the best part about the entire process, I'd say. So. Yeah. You make the selections, you see what you love, you see a vision on a mood board, you get to, you know, see the end result come to life slowly but surely. And I think as designers at Design to Sell, I think it makes what makes us so different is the fact that we do that entire process. You know, we've got the relationships, we can line up the electrician, the plumber, the contractor, the uh you know Oh gosh, it's everything. It's everything. The painter um, yep. Yep. You might think it's simple, but it's really not that simple. So, um, so much time, so much detail, so much, um, effort, really communication, like mm-hmm. whenever we're on a job or we have one that's rolling, it's like phone call any time of the day we can get from anybody. Yep. And it's our job to take care of it. And that's what we do. Ultimately it comes down to, um, whenever we go 
other design compositions or people's homes and they're like, we really don't like our space. A lot of purging can be done. A lot of clutter can be moved away. And I think a great part about um, incorporating new elements is being able to say, we can scale back on the amount of stuff we have. We can organize, we can make it more functional. Um, it's not just about the overall look of things, but I think a huge part about what people appreciate and what the best part as well is, is that you can make it work for your lifestyle. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think like the, the, you know, like I mentioned before, you get used to living in your space. And when you're used to living in your space and things start piling up and maybe you don't have the time or the energy to go through them and you're not really aware of it because you see it every day, but just and cleaning things up. Chaos. Yeah, simplifying. Yeah. You know, simplify um, and, and go through those cabinet doors and the closets and shelves. Yeah, innovative ways to actually utilize space, which is a huge part of like cabinet drawings and things like that that we come up with is, you know, organization and thinking about like where we're actually going to put our mm-hmm. things that are in my laundry room that are piling up on a shelf. Exactly. <laughs> and that's all part of our job too. It's yeah. like coming into your space, seeing how you use it, seeing how you live. Um, in function and on a daily basis and then improving that. Okay. You got shoes laying all over the floor. Let's create a, a storage bench here for you. Um, your books that you have everywhere. Let's do a custom cabinet over here. Um, and that's part of our job too. You know, we are here to solve those problems. Exactly. We can amplify taking the space that you're given and then creating it and making it more. Yes. Yeah. Making it more usable, user friendly mm-hmm. and functional overall. And yep. Being able to see the potential in mm-hmm. space, you know, whenever it's stale, it's something that you see every single day. You don't have that vision of like the potential necessarily as a homeowner and that's something you can bring to the table. Exactly. So three and a half years now. Uh, we have been open here at Design to Sell, and we've had so many changes in that three and a half years. I mean, honestly, yes, we've more than doubled. Um, I can't, I just can't fathom it all, to be honest with you. We started with a fairly small showroom. The building has overgone a bunch of renovations in that three and a half years. Um, we've created a commercial division, uh, which we now have two staff members in as well um and three four designers we've got four designers on staff uh, we've got our chief administrator our talented marketing director Anne, who who is absolutely incredible by the way yeah thank you Anne. you little sweetie petite yeah. we love her she's cute too and so um, but I just can't, I just can't even, uh, wait to see what the future holds for design to sell. Um, you know, everybody here has started in the most funniest ways too, because they've all started at these pathetic desks because we had two offices in here when we first opened. So we had the office up front that Megan was sitting at and then, uh, my office and that was it. That was it. So here comes Roxanne and Anne. 
and Roxanne's sharing a desk with Megan up front. She's got a little bin on the floor with all her paperwork in it. She's like, here, let me move my desk. Yeah, this used to be a Napa Auto Parts and a Northern Farm Supply Company back yeah. in the day. So it's kind of crazy because actually I had a client bring me in some pictures of the building way back in the day, black and white Polaroid pictures. pictures. Yes, yeah. old school Polaroid pictures and uh, Northern Farm Supply Company. Yeah, and then people that come in here now to this day, they're like, I can't believe this was Napa Auto Parts. So. Exactly. Yep. And I love the history of the building. You know, it's quirky. It's got a lot of really unlevel walls and floors and everything about that. But to me, that's charm. And so I really do love the building, love the location. Um, but and then Anne, we had Anne sitting up at the front by the front window. So she started she started in December and she was up at the front window. She was uh exactly being the greeter when everybody came in so it was pretty tight and we decided okay we got to add three offices so we ended up taking over part of our attached warehouse to incorporate three more offices which at the time we thought oh this is way more than we're going to need now now we've outgrown it it all already (laughs) which is a common problem around here so um we clients yes Yes. Our community has been incredible yeah. to us and the surrounding area. And we just, yeah, you, you can't thank them enough for that. But we recently in uh, July of 21 purchased a warehouse building right behind us because, yeah. as you know, we outgrew this attached warehouse so fast. So then comes uh, Leticia. Yep. And... <laughs> So, yeah, she was. And she's like, yeah, I can come help you guys out. She had a lot of experience and, um, but I'm only able to be there for like three days a week through the summer. And we're like, that's okay. You know, that was our goal though. We were like, we're just going to keep working on her. It didn't take much though. (laughs) But ultimately we didn't want to stop her. We wanted her to make that decision, um, which she did. And she is the lead commercial estimator we have here at Design to Sell. She does an incredible job. She's been awarded some really nice projects. Yep. So now Letitia actually has another commercial project estimator, Cam. And Cam recently joined us, and he is over in the attached where or detached warehouse as well with Letitia, and they have a fantastic office over there too. Yep. And Sarah at the time. And then um, 
you hired Anne, but Anne was finishing school. Yeah, so that's another story. I would like to kind of touch base on that real quick. I think I should. Let's tell a little bit of this history here. So so I said to Troy, who is my husband, I said, you know, it would just be so cool if I had somebody that could actually like, I want to tell our story. I want to like show our clients like more than just a before and after picture. I want to show them like the kind of the process and how these projects come to life so that they can understand and see. Yeah, like a little story, you know. And so uh, he's like, well, I bet uh, I could talk to uh, Tyler Ziegler and he might know somebody. And so he gave him a call and um, he said, well, I think uh, I think Anne might be interested. I don't know. I'll give you her number. And I happen to call Anne and here she's like waiting to go into her job at the time. Uh, yeah, going to be a teacher. She goes, well, I'm going to be a teacher, but I'll come down and I'll interview with you. I'm like, OK. <laughs> so Anne comes down. I had no idea what the plan was. Anne had no idea what the plan was. She knew nothing about the industry either. And um, she comes in and I asked her to bring her laptop so I could see some of her work. And she had been doing vi wedding videography, yeah. mm -hmm. wedding videography. And yeah, oh so she shows me and she's like, well, what are you looking for? And she's looking through our existing social media, which was really bad, by the way. You don't realize how bad it is until you have an Anne. She probably was, I mean, she was so nice though. She, she probably could have said a lot of mean things about the way our social media was. It's really bad. Yeah. Yeah. So, you know, we thought we were doing a great job at the time, but until you get an Anne, you don't really know the difference in all honesty. But so I said to Anne, I'm like, you know, I'd love to have you. Um, but I don't want to make you like, this is your life decision. I'm not going to tell you to stop going to school or anything like that. You decide what you want to do. And I think you should finish out school, you know, finish out school. So she did. She finished out her teaching degree, got her teaching degree, and then came to work as a marketing director at Design to Sell. It's fun for our clients too. We've, we've gotten so many compliments on the videos. I think people really enjoy watching them and, uh, it really brings them through the whole process of the start to finish. And like, you know, it's not just an easy, some of these videos, you guys, we started on a year ago, yeah. we started the project a year ago. And then, so when you see the video, it could be that we started that project six months to a year ago and we're actually finally able to do that final video on them. So um, it's definitely a process. It, it doesn't happen quick, that's for sure. We live that too and to have that preserved and just be able to kind of look back on the things that we've accomplished for our clients also, you know, and for mm -hmm. experiences designers is just huge. So it's, it's a benefit that we have here at Design Cell that is invaluable for sure. And she puts it on our YouTube channel, which is Lake Living Designs. There's a lot of videos, so you can always reference them too or look back and, if you know. Yeah, and our Facebook page yeah. has a lot. The website looks really great too, mm -hmm. except for the Allure <laughs> one. Just kidding, Ann. <laughs> a little inside joke. She's going to cut that out. Um, so, <laughs> 
Roseanne decided she was going to finish out school and that ultimately she wanted to offer her this potential opportunity to be that person for us and she was all about it. She was like, yeah, let's do it. But it was going to be a little bit of time. I think at that point it was a couple months yeah. prior to her yep. starting in December that she actually well, I had both Roxanne and Anne on the hook at the same time is what happened because I had already interviewed in person with Anne mm-hmm. before Roxanne walked in the door. And, you know, we were really new at the time. I mean, I think I was like a year, year and a half old at the time. And so all of a sudden Roxanne walks in and I want them both and I was asking my parents for advice on you know like I don't know and my accountant can I afford to take both of them I really want them both you know how do I do this and one thing that my dad said to me was well if you get a marketing director and she starts bringing in extra people are you gonna be able to handle it if you can't even handle your workload right now and I was like oh yeah you're right and then I was like oh man then I'm gonna have to go with Roxanne. 